The following podcast was recorded a year ago, and thus the statements made by the individuals in the recording may not be an accurate reflection of the current situations. Listener discretion is advised and appreciated. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Speaking of non-awkward introduce here, I wish we got a video of that. That would be really good. Anyway, folks, welcome back. We have a brand new season, season two, technically episode, this is 1.1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1.2. Episode 1.2. Yeah. But episode one of the new season of Recorded Therapy Sessions. My name is Jake. To my left here, I've got David. Mm-hmm. Right across from me, I've got Wayman. Hello. And tonight we have a special guest with us, Lindsay. Hello. So we're giving it another shot. (laughs) Redemption round. We had this idea. We've been wanting to do this episode for a couple months now, just because it's so prevalent in all of our lives. But we want to talk about dating and dating apps in the modern day as young folks, even though some of us are getting a little bit older. But (laughs) as young folks, especially in the age of COVID too, and how do you date? How do you meet people? Um, But the first pass of this episode um, was interesting. So we're here to do it all over again. (laughs) It was our warm-up round. (laughs) I mean, it's an interesting topic, right? (laughs) I feel dating apps, it's, I don't know. I feel very stressful when I had to use a dating app. Like, I'm using one right now, and it's very stressful to me (laughs) just thinking about it. Well, and I think there's a number of things that we'll probably dive into tonight, too, because all of us... So, for the record, mm. all of us are single, mm-hmm. which is great. <laughs> what better people to, to dive into dating apps than four single people? Um, but we all have experience with dating apps and dating in general, um, dating with COVID. But um, totally forgot what I was going to say after that. I'll so, say, David, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a well-known fact, though, that the best dating advice comes from your single friends and the ones who have been single the longest. AKA me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the reason why we brought Lindsay on too, is just because <laughs> she's been single for so long. Lindsay's been single for as long as I've known her. Um, you so know, we thought, what better person? We're like, man, who is the most. <laughs> Who's the most single person we know? Easy. <laughs> no, what I meant to say with that is that Lindsay probably has the widest experience with dating apps Mm. and arguably the most knowledgeable person i know about (laughs) dating apps so yeah you know it's a skill i didn't ask for but here we are (laughs) wow i remember when jake pitched this whole thing to us he's like i know someone who's been through the ringer (laughs) (laughs) no actually literally i think that was on the messages (laughs) he's not wrong so (laughs) i was gonna say i meant that in the best way possible but we were talking about doing a dating app episode i was like you know who'd be good to have on here I think Lindsay would be good to have on here. <laughs> but, I mean, Jake does hear all my my after weekends of just horror stories and you know how it goes. If you've been on dating apps, Jake is gets to hear about all of them. It's great. <laughs> but with this episode, we won't this isn't just an episode about dating app horror stories or mm. dating horror stories. <laughs> Maybe we'll we can sprinkle some of that in, but we really wanted to dive in more into just really like why i guess i don't know this is a good opportunity for me to turn over to david for our topics yeah it is ironic that we we (laughs) open it up by saying that we're all uh sadly single which in sadly or gladly gladly wow well it depends Uh, on the day but (laughs) (laughs) so we were intending to go through this as our our rambling guide 
to how to use dating apps based on maybe like through the horror stories. What have we learned? History lessons, uh, you know, coming out of the ringer with a few tips and tricks up our sleeves and maybe even just some things to avoid. A lot of the lessons that we've learned over the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So the one thing that does bring us all together here, you know, we all are interested in not being single. <laughs> and never heard it described that way. <laughs> I'm know. interested in not. I'm single. currently um, seeking <laughs> no longer being single. <laughs> so we're looking to date. We're looking to get out. Maybe we have different ideas of what we want out of a relationship. Hmm. And maybe we should go around and kind of discuss what, what that's been, how that's changed, and how that's adapted maybe with dating apps and such. But Can I ask a more surface level question first? Sure. I think it's really interesting to hear everyone describe how they feel about dating apps in like three words or something. Like, what do you think right Des- now? Describe it in three words. I like that. Yeah. I can go first. Yeah, start us off. <laughs> Women's like, I'm ready. Stressful, scared, hate. <laughs> <laughs> no opinions there. <laughs> oh, wow. David, Let's what see. about you? Yikes. Variety. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the third one. Uh, And maybe expansion. There we go. I feel like we need to dive into what, what do you mean by that? (laughs) Yeah, I can explain that later. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use, can I use phrases? Words and phrases. Fine. Um, Number stupid, waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty cynical view. (laughs) But I'm being honest, stupid, waste of time. But how else? (laughs) There we go. There we go. That's fair. Um, I think I would say exhausting, shocking, and super irritating. <laughs> so, what are the common themes here that uh, yeah. we just came? And it's pretty negative connotation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, the sentiment, and that's what I've heard from a number of folks our age, all that are using dating apps. I've never once heard of anyone describe dating apps in a positive light, unless it it was one of those couples. That met and uh, right. eventually ended up dating, maybe getting married, whatnot. But other than that, I'd say 80% of people are like, no, dating apps are stupid. Yeah. Yet we're all using it. I will say, though, it can be like fun to go on dates. You know, even if it doesn't turn into anything, sometimes it's just like, I don't know, I'm getting out. And obviously right now, it's a little harder. Um, but it's actually been interesting to see kind of like how creative some people get. Um, I've done a couple like parks socially distanced mm. meetups oh. where we both just brought, I brought canned wine, he brought beer um, and we just kind of hung out at the park. So just nice. stuff like that, like there are options. Um, so it can be interesting. So I guess even though we all have these pretty pessimistic outlooks on dating apps, we're not just here to rant and complain. <laughs> what we really want to get into is kind of Jake, how you put it last is how else question mark. Mm. Do you want to kind of elaborate on what you mean by that? Yeah. I, I've heard this from a couple people, but Everyone, no one really likes dating apps. However, you're still looking to meet people. Hmm. Even COVID aside, I don't know if it's a changing social landscape, but we are kind of sitting here going, well, I want to go out and I want to meet new people. Well, what options are available to me? And now, especially as we look at COVID and people being locked locked down, you're not exactly going out to a bar or a restaurant or seeing mm-hmm. people. That it, it's almost like it's the last resort, but that's the only, it's the last option available. And so what else? Yeah. Unless you just choose to go, well, I'll just wait till COVID's over and then I'll start dating <laughs> again. You know? Yeah. 
And interestingly enough, I kind of feel this even beyond COVID now. <laughs> I started wondering how feasible is it and realistic is it for me to just happen chance bump into the right person at the right time through a friends of friends situation through like a <sighs> going to this party, going to that party, going to this bar or whatever. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that be ideal? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so romantic. Like, yeah, you get a little rom com happening, but the meat cutes. <sighs> yes, that's what Can they're you called. That? Yeah. A meet cute is basically think of every rom-com you've ever watched where they're at a grocery store and somebody yelled at her. So she whips her head around and just runs right into the love of her life. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And they fall in love. It's a meet cute. Damn. See, I've never heard that term before. Oh, really? I've never either. Yep. It's the same oh, as like when you're at college. Yeah. You're holding all your uh, papers, you know, and then yes. you run into something and then you help each other pick up the papers. Then you, then you, and you lock easy. eyes and you're like, oh my God, you're the one. Her yeah. hand accidentally brushes it against Jake's. <laughs> <laughs> but to go off to go off what you were saying though, here's also another factor that maybe plays into it. At least for the four of us too, we're not getting younger. We're not at college. <laughs> you know, we're not with a bunch of similar people. We're mm-hmm. not exactly going to bars. You know, most I'd say that the four of us have kind of moved past the like bars, bars, bars on the weekends. Hmm. So the older you get, it's starting to go, okay, well, how you have like work, maybe you meet people, but that's a dicey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tightrope. That's yeah. And also if I look at pre-COVID, hmm. all the relationships that I've been in in the past, how did I know them? It was through friends of friends, like mm-hmm. everyone I've dated in the past has worked out that way. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-2020 that is, but with friends of friends too, that can also... <laughs> well, either one thing happens is you just kind of run out of options <laughs> or <laughs> you get into situations where you're like, ooh, this is risky to the friend group. And there's just like little nuances there that make it where you suddenly realize if I could reach out of this and interact with someone outside this. And that gets to the third thing that I was mentioning, which is expansive expansion because i think it's one of the best and unfortunately only alternatives that we have to these sorts of situations right where if you want to expand outside your normal social circle how do you get that kind of diversity and variety there's not much else out there yeah i think the best obviously in a free world if you will um where covid doesn't exist anymore i think the best way is obviously like take classes you know of things Mm. that you're interested in join a rec league of flag football or something that you like to do on weekends or, you know, stuff like that. Like those are really good ways to meet people that aren't necessarily in your friend group. I think friend groups are super interesting because they have a lot of pros, but also a lot of cons, right? The pros are obviously that you already have kind of a background on somebody. So you already Mm. know who they are, like kind of what kind of person they are. You can even probably get some of their dating history. So, you know, if they're super shady (laughs) or, you know, (laughs) yeah. Um, So that's, I mean, that's great because then you're kind of going in eyes wide open, Mm. but obviously the cons are if it doesn't go well, then the friend group gets split up. You know, there are definite downsides, but Mm. yeah, I think, I mean, I would rather meet somebody on a dating app than like at a bar, I think. Mm. And I'm not saying it can't happen, right? Like whatever, if you're just there having a drink with a friend and it's casual, but Mm. you know, I think of a lot of the bars in Boise too, I think are very much like college bars and so it's like a lot of like 20 21 year olds 22 year olds and it's just like that's not i mean probably any of our jam (laughs) so yeah so 
what else as jake says <laughs> well let's get into it we realize you know what we gotta do it and we've all tried it we've all tried dating apps so which ones have you guys used which ones have you guys tried which ones have you guys liked what's your go-to you you're like you know what <sighs> i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get a dating app i'm going in where do you begin I think when I first started, it was it was Bumble because I've always that was when dating apps first started. There was two at least on the market, right? There was Tinder, and then there was Bumble. And you're like, oh, use Bumble if you want to get on dates. Use Tinder if you're just looking for like a simple fling type situation. Mm-hmm. And then I think like a year later, Hinge hit the market. I think you talked to it. Mm-hmm. You talked to me about Hinge. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, I found this app and it's like tiles and pictures and when you can add blurbs and then hit likes and actually send like a reason why you liked the, the photo or mm-hmm. like context, right? And so now when I get back on, when I get back onto the dating apps, I always start with Hinge first and then kind of meander through. But I don't know about you guys. Well, I shall stop there. That's Hinge is what I use. You brought up a good point too, which I'll follow up with this this question as well. Maybe just a quick sense of like, what kind of relationship are you looking for? Because you brought uh, up the sense of different apps have, <laughs> I, I would kind of rate them on like a casual meter. Mm, <laughs> like mm. how casual are you trying to be versus <laughs> yeah. how like maybe more serious, but yeah. So for you, Wayman, where would you put yourself on the casual meter? Or I guess like what type of relationship have you been looking for? Right now it's probably serious. Mm. I think that's the biggest one. Um Funny enough, I had a conversation with my mom. Ooh. Oh, today. we love combos with the moms. <laughs> yeah. oh, and usually my mom's like, actually, my mom had the first presence of like, oh, don't worry. just I just want you to be happy, son. I just want you to be oh, happy. Cute. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and so before my mom, my dad talked to me. My dad's like, oh, son, when are you going? When are you going to have a family? Oh. I'm like... <laughs> Like what? <laughs> like my dad usually never talks to me about about this stuff. There's a few steps before that. Huh? Yeah, there was a few steps. It was like, when are you gonna start a family? And I'm like, uh, when I find somebody. You haven't found somebody yet. And I was like, no, I haven't, Dad. He's like, you need to find a partner. You need a partner. And I was like, do you not think I can't take care of myself? In my mind, I'm thinking, yes, he does think that. And I'm like, you are absolutely right, Dad. Yep, I need to find a partner. And so I said, Dad, I work on it. So started hinge. That my mom, I called my mom today because I was thinking, oh, it's her birthday in two weeks. I'm going to see what she wants for her birthday. Mm -hmm. She's like, wait a minute, I want a grandchild. I want another grandchild. She pulled that. (laughs) She pulled that on me. And this is no joke. And I was like, ah, yes. (laughs) Because, like, even then, (laughs) I was like, I don't even know if I want kids or not type situation. Mm -hmm. But she was more of like, you're almost 30. You need to find a you need to find a wife. You need to start settling down. And I'm like, okay, mom. Since we did just come out of the holidays, can we talk about how I'm sure you guys get this as well, but obviously being later 20s, whatever, and single, Mm -hmm. I do people that are in relationships not understand how kind of like a deep cut it is when they say, how are you still single? (laughs) (laughs) As if it's something I'm intentionally doing. Uh, And it's like that, that the still Mm. it's like, do they not get that? Because I like, man, I get that question and I'm like, yeah, great question. (laughs) I would love to know. (laughs) We would all want to know. (laughs) type situation. But yeah, that's hinge. And so mama's like, you got two weeks? You got literally <laughs> My birthday's weeks. coming up. <laughs> Where's my grandchild? And I'm like, okay, mom. It but sounds like it's time for you to get a dog. Yeah. 
A dog? Mm-hmm. That's the millennial no, move. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's the worst thing. My sister has a dog, and she does. She doesn't want kids, and so like my mom's like super depressed about that. Oh no! Because the dog doesn't cut. Oh, so your sister's put, putting all the extra weight on you. So now ah. your mom's like, Wayman, please. So the problem is, my sis, my oldest sister has my niece, right? So、mm. grandchild one. The second oldest sister doesn't want kids, and husband doesn't want kids either. So they have a fur dog. But my dad and mom are actually <laughs> a fur, fur dog. Sorry, fur, fur baby. Yeah, fur sorry. Dog. <laughs> well, it's not hypoallergenic.、Oh. <laughs> sorry, a fur baby. But、um, my mom and dad are actually allergic to to、oh, dogs、no. and cats. Oh, and so they can't enjoy that double whammy. <laughs> no kids and something that they're. But the worst part is she's the most successful on out of all three of us, which is、mm. the funny part about it. So they know she's fine. So they don't care about her anymore. <laughs> Now that everything's focused on me, it's just like, oh, Wayman, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's where it hinges.、Hmm. So that's why I'm like, instead of casual, it's like I gotta get more serious, and、uh-huh. that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've used, I've, I've run the gamut as we talked about. Um, <laughs> I've really been on them all. Um, I would say that Hinge is probably also my favorite. Right now, you know, if I were to meet somebody, I'd definitely be more on the, you know, I'd be on the serious side. I'm, I'm kind of over, you know, just dating for fun and just like kind of something to do. And I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm straightforward enough that I'm not really interested in just like three month things because I just kind of, yeah, you can learn something from those people, but I almost leave those feeling like kind of a waste of time.、Mm. Um.、Ooh. And I mean, not always, right? Like some of them, they can be positive,、mm-hmm. um, but it's also just, you know, I'd rather move beyond the three months because、um, I've been single for four years and I have dated.、Mm-hmm. Um, and the longest that I was kind of talking to or seeing somebody was about three months,、mm-hmm. um, you know. But it just like hasn't moved past that. And so、um, I like Hinge a lot because I feel like it's a really equal balance of you know what the guys can do, what girls can do on it,、um, and I like. Like actually aesthetically, I think it's the easiest one to look at.、Um, <laughs> Bumble has like pros. I know women are you know asked to message first, and I think that lends Bumble to be more a, more of a like relationship site because women are initiating,、mm-hmm. and obviously it's a generalization, but a lot of times more women are looking for something more serious.、Um, so that's kind of the idea behind Bumble. But I just. I'm okay being the first one to initiate, but sometimes I'm just like, man, I do not have good openings. So,、um, yeah, I kind of,、yeah. I mean, I have Tinder too, but yeah, Tinder is very much、um, kind of like the back alley app. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so,、hmm. yeah. Tinder sponsor yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Sponsoring this episode is Tinder. <laughs> And we didn't get into all the stats on how the reasons why we're so pessimistic about Tinder. Fun fact: there have been some studies done, and it's associated with like people who use it versus people who don't have a much lower self-esteem. They usually、oh, have、wow. a much lower sense of body satisfaction and、uh, even some higher anxiety. So、uh, there are like some studies that kind of prove everything that we're describing in terms of like. But that was just on Tinder. So maybe other dating apps. There's a little bit more hope for <laughs> your psychological well-being to be okay when using them. But anyways, yeah, Tinder sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, how about you, man?、Um, just、oh, I almost said Tinder. I've never used Tinder.、Um, <laughs> Hinge and Bumble. 
mm. are the only two that I've used mm. to limited success. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to add to that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it is cool. We're, we're all kind of leaning on that side of kind of diversifying your investments. <laughs> no, I mean, but like having more than one app, I guess. Because in a sense, like it is the point of all of it in the first place is, I guess, to expand your dating pool. So yeah, there, there's something that I've tried as well. It's just, unfortunately, we don't live in the biggest city. So the more niche apps just kind of fall through because there's not much there. For instance, there's a cool one, Coffee Meets Bagel. It's oh. niche is like once a day, you get one person. And you just get to decide, is that person a good match or not? I haven't even heard of that one. And I really like that just because the idea of (laughs) people spending, oh man, there was a study done on how much time people spend on these, the Badoo app. They did over, I think it was like 300 million people were surveyed and the average amount of time per day was like 90 minutes. Oh my God. (laughs) What? And that's for that particular dating app. But I mean, I think it does. Knowing my friends too, I'm like, yeah, I see it. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of true. So the idea of having something like, okay, only once a day you get on this app and you only look at one person, like that sounds so nice. Again, going back to the idea we had before of like paralysis of choice being having like yeah, infinite numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so it's ironic how we want to expand this dating pool, <laughs> but I don't want to do it too much because then I'm like overwhelmed and spending too much time on it. So it's kind of like a, a weird catch-22 there, you know? Well, but it's, it's maybe in a sense more realistic, like mm-hmm. take something like coffee. It's bagel because if you think in life, okay, how many it you walk downtown for an hour, you know, how many we'll just say potential partners can you come across? <laughs> right. Whereas we discussed this last time too. Yeah. On the apps, you, you know, I've I have like fifty to like two hundred women available right yeah. here that I can just go, you know. Yeah. That's not really realistic and that may not lead to actual actual connect. Yeah. So I've used that coffee meets bagel uh-huh. and it confused the shit out of me. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because like you, you go, so it pulls up that first one, right? And you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, cool. That's interesting. But then I'm like, okay, I want to like, like send them like, hey, I'm, would you like to meet up for coffee or something like that? Right. But I don't understand like how to do it because every time like I tried to like interact, there was like, oh, you need to pay money for this. And I'm like, I don't want to pay money for this. <laughs> Obviously. But I, I don't know, it, it was confusing to me. I, I like the ability, I like more, I like more options mm-hmm. just because like, what if that single day you meet this person and you're like, wow, I'm definitely not like attracted or interested at all. I wish to have a, like a different person. Like, is there a way to like refresh that single day type situation? Um, Maybe it's the type of deal where the idea is that you are getting exposure to at least somebody, mm. but then it's like once you've looked at it for the day, like out of sight, out of mind, like move mm-hmm. on with your life, do other things instead of just kind of like doom scrolling through Tinder. <laughs> doom scrolling? <laughs> yeah, I love that term. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of niche apps, though, I actually just heard of one called Ship. Um, mm. And it's, I've never even downloaded it, but I was reading about it and it's apparently where your friends can be involved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like, what? okay, I, Lindsay, you know, am the the single one. So I'm mm-hmm. the one trying to find somebody here. And, but my friends can also be on ship mm-hmm. and they can also go through matches and say, I think this guy would be a good person for Lindsay. Or yeah. if I find somebody, I can say, what do you guys think about this person? And I thought right. that was super interesting. But again, I think that would be a great app in like a larger city. I yep. think Boise is much too small. Yeah. Um, because my, f- like my friends know everyone in Boise. So 
you also get that level of, oh, look, I went to high school with this guy. And I'm like, I just want a fresh start, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dang. So, all right. So you've got your app downloaded Mm -hmm. or apps, whatever. What's coming next? You're launching your profile. Tell us about that. Give us a walkthrough of how do you approach the very beginnings of creating that profile? Did you have tips on how to? Yes. So through trial and error, but also um, I've recently been listening to um, another podcast actually called, it's called Dates and Mates with Demona Hoffman. Um, and she's actually a like dating coach. Mm. Um, she's super funny, but um, she went through a bunch of different tips and tricks for how to set up a successful profile. Um, and I thought it was super interesting. Off Without her tips and tricks, something that I've always tried to do is like, your pictures have to show variety. Mm. I think it's really boring. And I mean, this is male or female. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't love when it's just all super up close pictures of their face. <laughs> um, because then it's kind of like, Okay, I know what your forehead looks like, but you know. <laughs> Wait, so I'm Lindsay, Jake, are you? Are you? I just look at your profile, right? Oh yeah, so. I knew it. I knew it. I was going. Yeah, as soon as. <laughs> no, and I mean, look, one up close picture of your face is not bad, but it's like when there are six up close pictures of your face, it's a lot. Um, I think good. the other thing that drives me nuts is when every single picture they have a hat and sunglasses on. Oh, it's totally. Like, yeah, totally. you know that's what people use to like. Mm-hmm. trick facial recognition software yeah. why would i know what you look like you yeah. know um that kind of thing and then i think also sometimes people have like really like monochromatic profiles in mm. terms of like actual color mm-hmm. and i'm just like it's it's just a profile that i wouldn't spend time like scrolling through because i'm already bored so i'm mm-hmm. kind of just like okay bye um yeah but that's just me but then i was listening when i was listening to demona um she had some really good tips and actually the first one was color. Um, so there's <laughs> a lot that goes into color psychology, actually, okay. um, whether you're shopping or, you know, we all know what red and green mean, right? Like stop and go. Um, so her first tip was, especially in your first photo, use red. Um, so whether it's a red huh. shirt, red lipstick, a red, well, don't wear a red hat. Um, That's <laughs> you know, a yeah. red dress, whatever that is. If your car is red and you have a picture in front of it, that idea, because the point, do you want to say Oh, no, sorry. No, okay. I was about to say Jake has a red dress on he his does. profile. Oh. So he should oh, put that okay. on the first yeah. we'll, photo. We'll ask. Let's come back to that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but the idea is red. So huh. red means stop, right? That's kind of the universal yeah. color that indicates that. Like everyone knows that. So just unconsciously, if you're scrolling through profiles, if you see one that's red you're going to pause at least for a second longer than the hmm. ones that are in black and white or hmm. the ones that are yellow, you know, um, you're going to stop and at least look. Um, the second one is context. So I think what she was saying is it's really important to tell a story through your photos about who you are. So that's where it's like, if they're all super close up selfies of your face, nobody knows, you know, what your interests are. They don't know what you do on your weekends, anything like that. Hmm. So you know, I don't know, try to show a variety of things that you do. Um, and then the last one was character, like actually showing personality. Um, cause that's another one where especially, I mean, I, I don't use the female version of, you know, these dating apps, but there are, you know, I think there's a time and a place for like a beauty glamour shot. And it's like, yeah, you look amazing, but also 
no one knows what type of personality you have via this picture. Like day to day. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, like candids or one where you're like actually smiling or where you're laughing yeah. or where like you and a friend are hugging or, you know, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It's like actually showing some of your character through the yeah. pictures because in that way people can actually get a feel for like what type of a person you are instead of just being like, I mean, yeah, you take great selfies. <laughs> yeah. So. Damn, that's really good advice. Red. That's the just biggest takeaway. Yeah. Pop up the saturation and the vividness on the phone. No, that's really cool. I think one other thing on top of that, I've heard. So I was reading this uh, like Psychology Today article that was like all about this too. And they were describing along those lines, just like if the app gives you the opportunity to add more photos, the more photos that you have, the more likely that someone's going to be interested. So that was just like something that they studied was like a person with less photos got less swipes. And then uh, of the photos that you have, if you're looking into the camera, it has like this particular effect on people typically where like it's more engaging than like if you're looking aloof or looking to the side. And then the other one was smiling. How that like that makes a significant difference. Like if you're smiling at them, they're like, oh, shoot, (laughs) I might swipe on that. (laughs) But yeah, dang, that's cool. I think there is a sweet spot for a number of pictures, though. Um, because I have experienced apps where they have like 12 and it's like, okay, let's oh, really? chill. <laughs> yeah. And I think actually Demona talked about that a little bit too in the episode that I was listening to. And she, she says that like six is the sweet spot. Huh. Um, because if you have less than that, or, you know, there, there are profiles with like one picture and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I don't trust you at all. I don't, there's no other like evidence that you're a real person. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas like six is that sweet spot. Like, you know, you have just enough to show like some character, some color, some personality, like those types of things. But okay. So how have you applied this personally? I'm super curious if you don't mind sharing what kind of like colors they've been using and how, and then what sort of story are you telling with your character throughout these photos? So I haven't gone through and completely like reconfigured since I listened to this. It was pretty recent, but right now, on mine. My first picture is from around Christmas when I was taking Christmas card photos with my cat because I'm single. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. George is not in the photo, but it's a picture from that. Um, George is your cat, by the way. <laughs> I am smiling. So I'm like, oh, look at me. I love Christmas. Uh-huh. So fun. Um, and it is a bit more of like a selfie style. So it's a little closer up. Um, my second picture. So the other color too that Demona didn't talk about, but blue indicates like trust. So that's why a lot of hospitals, a lot of nurses wear blue. Mm -hmm. Um, When somebody's wearing blue, you just feel like you can trust them more. So my second picture is a picture that I took up at the Sawtooths Mm -hmm. this last summer. Um, And it's gorgeous. The water's super blue. The sky's super blue. But I also think it just shows because I'm, you know, some of my answers talk about that I love hiking and backpacking and being Mm -hmm. outdoors. So it shows that. And then I have... A classic mirror picture where I'm just sitting on my bed. Um, <laughs> it's cute. I have another one in the snow, just kind of a fun one. It's It doesn't show my face. It's from the back. And then I just have another one. Um, I actually like including a picture with no makeup mm, because I'm yeah. also just sick of hearing about guys saying that every girl is a catfish just because she has mascara on. So I have, <laughs> I have one where I just don't have any makeup on because uh. then there's literally no way I could be, <laughs> you know, accused of catfishing. Yeah. So. Dang. Wayman. You want to talk us through how you set your profile up, what you're thinking through, your thought process behind it? So the problem I I have encountered is I don't take a lot of photos of myself. So like 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's a big problem. <laughs> so it's like, what what do you capture? So a lot of my photos are like me cooking, because other people have like taken photos of me cooking. So like, I have this sick photo of me doing a flambe. Well, actually, it's not a photo. It's actually a video. I put a video as my first thing. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. Um, it shows your skills too. It shows my skills. You're flaunting more than your looks. And yeah. is there a fire in it? Yeah. Red. Well, that's red. Actually, there you go. Yeah, there's my red. And then I think the second photo is me snowboarding or me with a group of people uh, out snowboarding. And that has red on it. And then I have a picture of this French pastry that I made over the holidays, a mm. croquembouche. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you in that photo? No. Oh, okay. It's just croquembouche. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny, though, if you were, like, maybe in the reflection of the plate or something, just smiling really big. <laughs> or just oh. super concentrated, like, not the most flattering photo when you're seeing it. <laughs> I think there's one photo of me, like, super concentrated, me cutting um, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, a, at a gig. Nice. And then I have my Instagram connected to my profile, so it just, like, shows all oh, my sure. different, like, food okay. photos and stuff like that. Nice. But, yeah, that's, that's how I'm set up. Okay. And then beyond photos... How are you presenting yourself? What do you mean by that? I mean, like, do you write anything? Do you, I oh, forgot to ask you that as well. I mean, like, I think it's kind of cliche, but like everything that I like talk about is all about food. So it's like uh-huh. a good relationship is trust, communication, food. Okay. There you go. What's, what's, what's my hobby? Food. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's all about food uh-huh. and everything. Loud and clear. <laughs> That's good. What about your guys' apps? I want to know what pictures you guys have. they pointed at each other jake you got mine i got mine pulled up yeah so the first picture apparently is a big (laughs) no-no it's black it's it's black and white (laughs) no but so it's the first it's a nice photo it's from when we did the podcast shoot shoot. yeah yeah but i'm not looking at the camera there's no red it's black and white may have to change that He's got a good smile, but I will. I I was going to say also that's a professional photo, so I think that's also different, right? Like I think there are levels to it, so I don't think it's a huge no-no because I mean I would rather (laughs) see a professional photo of a guy than like some super grainy Nokia selfie, (laughs) shirtless bathroom selfie, exactly in the mirror. His face is covered by half of his phone. Right? Yeah, dude. That's yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, so I've got that. I've got a picture of me and my dirt bike. Um, picture of friends out and about on the town. Mm. I do have, I don't think it's a purposeful shirtless picture, but it's out, it was at, on the lake. Okay. I mean, fine. Um, hiking and then another dirt bike one. But I think that cover, I mean, you guys know me. I think that it covers a good spectrum of interests. I agree. I've seen your profile and totally stalked it so that I could give you feedback (laughs) if you ever needed it. Yeah. I think it's a great profile because like we were taught, like, I think the big one is context. I think that's the one that people miss a lot is like showing a story about who they actually are. And I think yours shows you pretty well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. What do you uh, elaborate on when you, when you write about yourself oh. or answer prompts or things like that? Like how do you manage um, that? Yeah. No, I said, I mean, one of them is just about me talking to myself all the time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the prompt we're the same type of weird if and then i put if you talk to yourself nonstop when you are alone because that's what i do <laughs> huh. Huh. um yeah and then typical what do you like this year i really want to not take live music for granted ever again and travel to oh. germany and not take that for granted either so your classic shows and travel uh, yeah covid era nice dude and uh 
this was mentioned as briefly, but if you were to introduce a red photo, um, <clears throat> do you have oh any? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, here's a question for Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Let's say that you're cruising through apps. And then you come across a guy's profile and you're like, okay, yeah, totally. A photo, yep, sure, they're doing this, this. And then you come across a photo of them in a, in a red dress. Mm. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> What's your face right now? <laughs> yeah. What's the thought process there? Um, I think your answers are going to become super important with that. <laughs> I'm not, I think, because I think what matters yeah. is is the photo coming off as funny or is it coming off as like, you know, I don't know, maybe sometimes you wear dresses, which to each their own. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that could be a turnoff for some people. But I think if your answers are like clearly humorous, you yeah. know, there's a like a certain, you know, humorous vibe to the entire <laughs> profile. I think you could totally get away with it because then at least for me, my assumption would be, okay, this is a funny person. He doesn't I mean, just casually dress and drag on like a Friday. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, again, like if that's what you're into, you do you. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it if your answers are funny, I would just assume that you're a humorous person and it's probably a little joke. So it needs to be paired. I think so. <laughs> Wait, Jake, can you just can you just show her the photo? There you no, go. I've, I've seen There's the photo. The photo. <laughs> There's the photo. It's See, a, it is a great photo. But I think, yeah, like throw in a funny answer and I think it would make a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. I put that on my profiles for, there was like a month or two span where I was like, fuck it, I don't, whatever. <laughs> and so I put that up there. And I think some, uh, actually, I did get a couple girls that would respond with the fire emoji. Or like, I actually did get likes based off of that. So yeah, nice. because I mean, some people do can pick up that it's like, okay, this is funny. Like, this is a great it's photo. Real you good. Know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. David, talk us through yours. <sighs> Um, I'm, I'm kind of in the situation with Wayman where, and, and I guess most of my dude friends I'll say, I, cause I can speak to them a little bit more. We run into the situation where we're immediately like, oh, photos. Yeah. I, sh- I have some, I think I have some photos. <laughs> like, do you have any photos of me actually? Hey dude, like, what was that? Where we, we went to that one thing. You have some photos of that, right? They're like, no. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> and then we're just like scrounging to find anything within the past two years of like photos or anything. And it's funny because it's usually situations in which like other people were documenting the moment just because I'll be honest, my phone's back camera. So not like the forward facing one, but the back face one has been broken for over a year. And I just, it doesn't matter to me because I never take photos, which only has come to bite me in this situation <laughs> where I'm like, oh man. I want to give people an accurate representation. Like, this is capturing my character. This is giving an accurate representation to what I would be doing on a typical weekend or day to day or whatever. Does it have like candid things or is it just like me as that third person at a wedding or something? <laughs> you know, where like I look really good, but it's like, ah, but that's not quite what I'm looking for. And also, I don't want to make everyone play detective and like <laughs> bust oh, out the, the group photos. Oh my like, God. Oh, which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like there are four group photos, but it's the same group in each photo. So oh, there wow, is totally. no way to know who is who. I just, I, yeah. I swipe on them and then I say, hey, so can I just date all four of you? Or like, what's <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I think that's a really good opportunity for the three of you. Start taking pictures of each other. We have a lot of pictures together, actually. 
Do we? No, well, well, they don't even have to be together. But like, if you guys are just hanging out and doing something, just be like, dude, let me take a picture of you against that wall or, you know, whatever yeah, it is. Like, yeah. just take pictures of each other. You're all in the same boat. Like, see, but that no. time. <laughs> I don't think any of, like, out of all three of us, we're never at the point where it's just like, oh, that's a good photo opportunity. Let's take a picture. We're just like in the moment, just like, da, yeah, having fun. And then like, we missed the opportunity of actually taking the photo. We See, don't have that friend. The three of you all have the same problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys could just like band together and take pictures of each other and then problem solve. Wow. Just like be intentional about it. It's true. It's weird, it- but it's true. I think that's interesting. And that's maybe a topic for a later time too. But the gender <laughs> difference between taking photos, because yeah, it is a clear, it, typically maybe a generalization but at least from what i know women have no problem taking photos of each other or of themselves men it's a weird well it's okay. like weird let me ask you this reason. on your profile yeah. you have a picture on your dirt bike that you clearly did not take who took it brooklyn <laughs> because, yes. half the, because half, because half yeah. the time yeah brooklyn's like oh this is a good okay wait hold on i should take a photo of you i'm like uh-huh. okay <laughs> And then she also like has a professional camera <laughs> but and all this stuff. And actually, so with nice. the dirt bike one, that was prompted though because I just bought it and I wanted to show it off. So I was like, okay, give me. You got to get a picture. I got to show people. Nice. Like, you yeah. get a picture of me. Man, I feel like that though is pretty rare. That sense of me prompting someone else, like, hey, can you take a photo of me? I've always felt like so awkward to like totally. ask about that. Yeah, I'll totally. take a picture yeah, of each same. one of you tonight, so you have at least one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I think once in my life, I was like, I had bought a new shirt. <laughs> And my hair was looking a little bit better than it usually did. And I was walking with my friend to like this coffee shop and I stopped down this alley where there was like this really cool mix of artwork, brick, and then vines. And I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> I didn't say bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, hey, dude, uh, can, you, can you take a photo of me? And that was the most awkward thing. But I tried and I, I had like one or two photos of that. But I also... <sighs> It's tough because you want candid and you want like the legit. But when I'm in this situation, I didn't make one serious or normal good smile. It was everything was ridiculous. But I don't know. It's just funny because it's and that was easily four years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> so like I don't usually ever do that. But that's, I'm gonna say then we get into outdated photos. Um. Oh yeah, no, I don't yeah, use those yeah. anymore. Yeah. But yeah, yes, yeah, so that's a that's a weird situation. But. That's perfect because you know what's weird is actually I have a collection of selfies on my phone, but it's never like serious selfies in a super weird, in a super weird way. I like taking head on selfie photos every <laughs> once in a while, almost to just like document yourself. It sounds weird. Yeah. Document to see like aging almost Oh, like yeah. every couple months yeah. I'll just like take and they're not, it's not like they're great photos, but I just take it because I almost yeah. am like trying to track my aging in a super weird way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I, I like, <laughs> I have to look at drunk selfie photos. To or, see all that. Oh, dude. <laughs> or, that's when you bust out the camera. Yeah, that's the only time I bust out the cameras. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, sel- my selfies I have are either the aging photos or just something stupid. Like so that. dumb. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here's a perfect example. It just like, just a random yeah see yeah these are the dumbass photos that i took <laughs> i love that though oh, yeah. <laughs> i just think the dumbest 
Well, and that that's another topic of dating apps. At what point are you just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. And then just start <laughs> posting really stupid photos. I think, I mean, there's an argument to be made for that because I think if at some point you're like, this is the real me, then you're actually just being authentic. And then the people that match you anyway already know that. Didn't, okay. Mm, or feel okay. that. Whoa, <laughs> dude, hold on. Because didn't we talk about this? Like being out there. Yeah. It's like, do you want to unload? I don't really think I want to unload myself on people right away. I'd probably scare a lot of people off just being like, he's an idiot. He's out of, he's out of his <laughs> no, mind. Come on, well, that's man. the thing though. I mean, if you think about it from this, okay. So going back to, for instance, the sunglasses and hat that mm. you were describing where you're like, oh my gosh, I barely see this person's face and can recognize anything from that. It's hard to discern. Well, I mean, <laughs> how much hair do they have? <laughs> like, yeah. do they have? eyes underneath those sunglasses who knows <laughs> so another part of that though is just a sense of oh actually no this is a great example there was so one of the people who was studying <laughs> these like profile photos and determine wh- which ones got more messages mm. there was this guy who was like trying to figure this out where he's like i'm bald and i always put hats on because like i'm a little bit ashamed of it and what ended up happening was not a whole lot of like messages coming in but then when he realized when he like took the hat off like sure he would get some negative feedback sometimes but it was way more positive and then when the person who like really does like him really really does mm. like him for like truly who he is and not yes. just because like he was you know just kind of like covering things up so actually okay interesting statistic oh man yeah this is pretty crazy there was a study done to like see how often people lie on dating apps and of <laughs> in this one study it's kind of sad 81 percent of people admitted to lying on online dating apps For everything from height, weight, age, or things like that, which is really interesting. But I think one of the things that was like a takeaway from this study that I was looking at was basically, if you put your full self out there truly, it will help you in the long run too, because you're going to just basically be weeding out the people who wouldn't truly like you. Totally. Even if they're like- Yeah. And if they do really, really like you, then they'll know right away and you'll know like much sooner on than just like, oh, this seems like the person that I would like. And then like you both feel that way. Hmm. And there's like that illusion of like, oh, you match. So that has to be, duh, you got true love right there. Go on, get it. And then you're like, oh, wait, not quite. Okay. So that, that almost, remember we were doing um, Hot Pot, Hmm. one of our friends, Remember, we had a couple drinks, then we started reviewing profiles. Yeah. And one of our friends went through mine. She was like, "You're this is too intimidating. Like, this isn't... And I was oh, like, yeah. well, I don't know what that means. But now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I guess is our clear... I mean, you guys know me clearly. Seriousness is not necessarily in my wheelhouse uh, all the time. <laughs> so, in that vein, I should just be posting all my Hey Instagram uh, videos with Wayman. <laughs> as just... <laughs> No, it's true. So one thing about that is in the same study, they were discussing how the person who is considered the most attractive, like all around to almost like everyone, a lot of people would kind of have this unconscious assumption that they're like either out of their league or they're like unapproachable or that their chances with them are like much lower or things like that. So like if you seem a little bit more down to earth, more relatable and not like this ridiculously outlandishly super sexy person or whatever, then like people are way more likely to interact with you and actually it's even better too with the type of person who seems on one hand they're attractive to this handful of people but the other handful of people find them maybe not so much for some reason those were the people who got the most amount of messages and this was i think it was match.com and chemistry.com it was like Mm -hmm. on those that they were like evaluating this but pretty interesting so they said that the people that got the most messages were 
someone who was in a little sense disliked and considered like not attractive, but then also by like another handful of people was considered highly attractive. I think the idea is that by being your authentic self and like showing that you're not going to attract everyone, but that's not the goal. Right. Right. And I think that's where there's this really interesting line between like social media that is bleeding into dating apps where everything is so perfectly curated. Oh yeah. But it's also like, that's not you, you know, um, just this like perfectly photographed, always professional, always well lit, you know, like it's, you obviously want to put your best foot forward, but I think if I were to come across a profile with like a super attractive guy and it was like perfectly curated, Mm -hmm. um, I almost wouldn't trust the profile, I would almost think that it was like not that that person, like it was actually a catfish. So you, you'd sense like, oh, they're probably hiding or lying some somewhere right. along and, this. And I yeah. mean, if it really is that person, then show that like more candid side, mm-hmm. you know, because then it's like, oh, this this is a real person who mm-hmm. just is crazy attractive. And I mean, there are people like that that are just <laughs> like you know Ken and Barbie. And that's just what they look like. But it's like showing that, you know, the candid, like real side of them being Mm -hmm. like, I'm just a regular person, you know? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To actually be approachable. Yeah. Okay. So you've, you got your profile set up. You start swiping. What are you looking for? What are you, what are like the big things that you're like, oh, nope, no way. And then what are the biggest things that are like, oh, yay. Tell me me about that. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Basically, what's the type of person you're going to try to match with and who's the person you're definitely not trying to match with? What are your thoughts as you like begin going through that? Lindsay West. Want me to start? Sure. I mean, obviously with any app, physical attraction is the first thing. It's a photo. That's kind of the point. Um, (laughs) But in terms of like physical type, I'm pretty open. I date race open. I've dated religion open, you know. So in terms of physical, it's just kind of like, do I think this person is cute or not? Mm -hmm. Bottom line. I'm a little bit of a taller person. I'm not super short and petite, which is absolutely not a bad thing. But I tend to like a larger man um, just in general. But again, that's not, you know, I try not to set these like super hard boundaries just because you might have one idea about what that person looks like and they could end up being the total opposite. You never know. Mm -hmm. So don't go, I mean, physical attraction is obviously the first thing that will make me stop and like look at the rest of the profile. But you know, if, okay, I'm attracted, right? I'm like, okay, this, this guy might be cute. Mm. I look through the rest of his photos. Um, and I actually, I, I don't know if all people do, but I actually read bios. Mm -hmm. Um, if they're like one word answers or just super short answers, I'm probably just going to X because I just take that as an indication of like, you know, that's fine. If you're not in a place to put that much effort into it, that's okay. That's where you're at. But also, you know, if you can't just answer a, a prompt, like, eh, I'm bored. Like, bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think also there's actually one question on Hinge that it doesn't really matter how it's answered. The question kind of bothers me. So I think it's a little bit telling when somebody chooses that prompt. Okay, which one? You got to let us know. <laughs> and again, there could be some answers that are like lighthearted, like you could put it in a fun way. But the question that says you should not go out with me if. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reason being is because I think that you're automatically, if you're answering this in a serious way, like not a humorous way, you're automatically excluding like yep. anyone that relates to the thing that you answer, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, especially right now, there are... There are a lot of people that say, like, you should not go out with me if you voted for so-and-so or if you go to this church or, you know, some of those deeper things. And I mean, 
while those are could be valid things that you're looking for, you don't want in a partner. Mm -hmm. I think it just it's it's almost like too much right off the bat because it's almost saying like, I'm kind of judgmental. Like I, you know, and, and like, I'm not even willing to get to know you if you identify with any part of this. Hmm. Um, And again, I think it, some people can surprise you, you know, like Mm -hmm. you have those, those things that you look for, but Mm -hmm. somebody could come out of the woodwork and like change your mind or just give you a different perspective. So that question just, I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with uh, (laughs) a Jake's favorite thing, open-mindedness, it's kind of a reflection of that. Like not, necessarily being right up front and i think also it's kind of ironic because i would bet most people on these dating apps are looking for a relationship that involves warmth agreeableness affection and that kind of a statement ironically kind of reflects like a low agreeableness yeah it immediately (laughs) puts up a wall that you have to like if you're to be a potential candidate you already have to pass like a test And like, that's just a lot for somebody that like yeah. is just reading about you, you know? Yeah. And I mean, again, if that's something that you tell them later, even on a first date or whatever, then fine. Hmm. But I just, I don't know. I just don't love that question. So totally. unless I have seen people answer it in like a humorous way. So it comes off differently. But typically, if people have that question, I'm, I usually just take a, sure, a soft sure. pass, you know? Yeah. No. And on that same vein, it's when people answer questions kind of standoffish mm-hmm. too, or I've seen it a couple of times where people just have the the attitude of this is how I am. And if like, you don't like that, then get out of here. Oh yeah. And yeah. typically I go, okay, yeah, sounds good. And I just get, <laughs> will do. Like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Bye. Yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> oh, you want me to go? Yeah. I'd love oh, to hear man. Jeez. Um, oh, well we know Wayman's. Yeah. It's all about food. Long hair. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chicky nuggies. Chicky nuggies. <laughs> specifically dino or from mcdonald's mm-hmm. <laughs> um but no no no. so yeah definitely i think it always starts off with physical attraction i do look for specifically a specific hair length um <laughs> don't know my favorite <laughs> it's just a thing it's just like i don't i don't do well with like short hair and i don't do well with like it being like in a bob it has to be around shoulder length and that's a total deal breaker for you it's even not- though hair grows well, <laughs> it's it's not the fact that it's like hair grows type situation. It's that they keep it that short. I, I Sorry, that was judgmental. No, no, no. It's fine. It's it's not like a hundred percent deal breaker, but that's Got like it. the first thing that I Got that, I, that I'm attracted to. That you yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah okay. that's the yeah. first thing that I, I noticed. And then, um, oh shoot, I guess like yeah, honestly, physical attraction, hair, and then um, I kind of look for. I don't know, like, if they're, like, kind of nerdy in a way. So, like, if they think, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm into anime or, like, I play video games. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, that's what I do, too. Like, mm. that's great. Something to bond on. I think the main things that I have huge turnoffs for is if they have pictures of a cat because I'm allergic, allergic to cats. Yeah. Sorry. But, <laughs> 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 well, like, it's just, like, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it because I got into a re- or not, I didn't get into a relationship. I dated somebody that had a cat and I had a severe allergy attack for a whole like two to three weeks. Oh no. And so I was like, nope, not going to do that. So that was a huge nope. That kind of I mean, makes sense. I think that's fair. I was like, you have like an allergy. It's not just you being like, I'm a man and I hate cats. Yeah, like, no, no. It's like, I like George. George is a good cat. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> if I could like hug it and like, you know, pet it and stuff like that, I would, but I can't um, or I will die. Fair. Watch that. 
I'll just be dead for a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, I guess like an important part of relationships is being able to not be sick for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Like, Say, <laughs> knowing Wayman, he probably dated someone for like six months and was just severely allergic the entire time, but was too nice to too nice to say anything. Um, you know, I I tried. I tried dating people that had cats, and it didn't work out that well. But at least you've tried. I yeah, tried. Yeah. That's you know? the key. I tried. So now I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I look for is, or not look for, is if I see in the profile is if they have that pucker kissy face. That's just like. <laughs> so that's an instant swipe. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like an instant. It's like an instant no. I know. I'm kidding. But it's like okay. if it's one, fine. But if it's more than one, it's a hard no. Hmm. What if it's the kissy face with a peace sign? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's too much. <laughs> But usually, I've never seen like a kissy face with a peace sign. Like, oh, you're what? missing out. Yeah, I mean, all of my photos are that. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, when if any of those like hard like don't date me. Oh, actually, big turn off if they say um, it's like the controversial topic like on Hinge. Is that prompt? It's like I love pineapple on pizza. I'm like, it's oh, just such no. a boring, unoriginal answer. It's like mm-hmm. you googled that. Yeah. No one cares you if you put pineapple on your pizza or not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think that really is the bedrock of every good relationship. Is I mean, some people truly <laughs> seem to think that. So, yeah. well, <laughs> what about you, David? Oh man, it's really tough because I feel I've been struggling so much on going back and forth on. Like when I first went into it, I was just like so strict about it. And like, honestly, I was pretty much swiping on nobody. And I was just kind of like, no, 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 no. I had like all these like super high standards. And I thought like I could read all these things into this profile. And like, like I can tell so much about this person based on that. Like that fallacy is like kind of presented to me as I'm like, I know this whole person's life based on like everything (laughs) I can scroll through here, which is, I've realized definitely not true. (laughs) I guess I definitely started Basically, I had way too high standards and then nobody was meeting them. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. What are some other things on the list? I want to know. It was overly analytical about everything from photos to like what you would say in the bio. So truth be told, it was just like, as soon as I saw a Snapchat filter, I would just say, no, thank you. I think guns, I got to be honest, that's kind of like a thing that I'm like, I'm I'm good. I'm not really into guns. Yeah, I don't want to, I guess like the whole thing is I used to be this way and I don't want to bring them back up because I look back at it now, I'm like, ah, I was so judgmental about just like the little things in a photo that like now I realize I never should have been, I should be like way more open to and not make so many like judgment calls and assumptions about things like because I'm not truly deriving valuable information from these first three photos that I'm seeing. <laughs> like what's going to truly matter about me and this person connecting is conversation and like little nuances of social interaction that aren't captured in the photos. So anyways, um, I know this is like a cop-out answer. Sorry, Lindsay. <laughs> but I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to like reveal how judgy I was before. That's but okay. I will say it was fun. To just be like, every time I came across those Snapchat photos, be like, nope, nope, nope. And they're like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe how many. I mean, I think everyone has some things that like maybe are ridiculous to some other people Mm -hmm. that you're just like, no. Like for me personally, this is so dumb. But if you have a picture of you running a marathon, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Yeah. And it has nothing to do with like how you look. It's just because I will never run with you. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're being authentic, 
clearly running is important to you. You know, and I mean, if you're looking for somebody who's a runner, like, it's just not me, you know? So there are things like that that are kind of like, they're silly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, you know, change somebody's character. But like, I typically say no to people with like, running photos. Yeah. (laughs) Well, in in that vein, couldn't that be judgmental? Just like David is? Because you don't know if they... For all you know, they just love running and they're like, oh no, I'll, you don't have to join me. Just leave. That's just something that I do for me. Totally. Yeah. It, it could absolutely be too judgmental. And that's where I'm saying like, I think if the rest of the profile, it's not like a super quick no, yeah. I typically say no, but like if the rest of the profile is intriguing enough, sure. But then usually when we're talking, I'll be like, just to be super clear, <laughs> I'm not going to run with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, and I only, I only ask that and challenge that because I know I'm super judgmental more than I should be. So I, I realize that too, because I'm like, <laughs> hmm, I'm not swiping on anyone. What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, well, wait a sec. What's going on here? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You know, what's really you interesting though, the three of you have all said that you actually don't swipe right that often. There's actually been studies done that typically women like rarely swipe right. Yeah. Whereas I think the, and I I mean, obviously it's a generalization, but like a more common thing for men is to swipe right on everyone and then filter based on who responds. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's crazy. No, it's so true. That is not how I operate. One of the parts of that I think is it depends on the app that you're on and who, who you are and what you want. True. basically that is true so, like i know you're right because <laughs> a lot of my friends who i'm watching them when they're swiping it's just like yeah like you did not see the past three profiles you just swiped <laughs> on and it's like yeah who cares if we match then then it comes the decision right and it's not like you wait because it's like why bother going through so many and then selectively picking a few and then like they just never get back so you're like why not just introduce the opportunity for like just more and more connections and matches potentially and just like get the good feeling of like, oh, there's a match rather than like being hyper selective. Mm. So it's like, it's an interesting approach, but I think it does, again, on the app rating on the casual meter that I have, like <laughs> I think the more casual, the more heavy duty swiping in the thousands, you know, versus a little bit more serious things like Hinge. Where there literally aren't even a thousand people on <laughs> in our city. So yeah. yeah, I think that's a big difference. It's like, are you dealing with a huge pool like Tinder? Then my dude friends are just like, swipe, 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 swipe. But when, it's, when it comes to like Hinge and they're like, oh, I'll take a little bit more time with this. It's a little different mm. approach. But yeah. I think when... I think for me, when Hinge wasn't around or wasn't in play, I think it was like a big ego boost for me to like be like, okay, let's just have a study for myself and just see how many people actually match with me. So then it's just like literally just like, just like swiping right all the way through. And then basically the next day you'll get maybe one or two. And then that's Mm. like, boom, ego boost. Like, cool. There are people out there that like me. And it's not just a Sahara desert where everybody hates me. <laughs> yeah. So, it is. I mean, I don't think either one is necessarily right or wrong. It's yeah. just a totally different approach. And I think that's why, too, a lot of times, like, I think a lot of times this is one of the cons of dating apps is there could be, like, missed connections almost. Because, yeah. you know, I think, like, as a female, I think sometimes it is frustrating if I, like, 
match with somebody and I'm like, okay, cool. I, you know, I read their profile and I chose to match with them and then like never get a response back or like, yeah, or you get a response back and, and it's, you know, I don't know, weeks later or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, cause then it's just kind of like, okay, you're obviously just swiping and then, and then filtering. Um, but I mean, it's good to know that they're, that sometimes guys do stop and actually look at profiles. <laughs> Yeah, like the time and effort that you put into it is yeah. like worthwhile to someone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. That's something you kind of feel sometimes when you're questioning like, what's the other side doing? But how about you though? Are you swiping hecka or are you <laughs> super selective or somewhere in between? Um, I think naturally I'm super selective. Um, but I do try to push myself to be a little bit more open. Like mm-hmm. I sometimes I do have to like remind myself, like, okay. There's no rule that says I have to be the strict, you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing that says that I have to like stick to this set of parameters. So sometimes I do try to remind myself and, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll swipe on somebody cause they like seem nice. And I'm like, maybe in the pictures, I'm not like, oh my God, that's my perfect like physical type. But I'm mm-hmm. like, again, you know, what are the chances that the person you end up with is just like everything you've ever dreamed of since you were a little girl? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, I mean, that can change. That can be totally right. different. Um, and so, I mean, actually, the last two socially distanced dates that I went on mm. were kind of both that type of match mm. where I was like, I don't know, they seem like a nice person. They seem interesting. Um, so sure, why not? Right? Because my philosophy is kind of the worst that can happen is you drink a beer and you go your separate ways or, mm. you know, whatever it is. And so I went out with both of them. Um, we did the park meetup, mm. um, you know, kind of thing. And they were both super nice. It wasn't like weird at all. They weren't creepy or anything like that, but it mm. just, it, it, there was just not like the connection. Um, and so for me, I'm like, there's no, you know, there's no hard feelings. There's nothing yeah. lost there necessarily. Mm. And I don't see it as a waste of time because it's a single, you know, a single drink. Um, and then I basically just texted them afterward and I was like, Hey, thanks for the like pleasant evening. But like, I just don't really see this going anywhere. So like, best of luck. Yeah. And, and they were both like, yeah, awesome. Thanks for letting me know. Have a good weekend. <laughs> that is seriously the one of the best like responses from someone <laughs> after going on a date with them when they're just like, Hey, like, Hey, just, just being honest here. Like, I don't think this will work out, but like, it was really great to meet you. And you're like, Oh, thank you for being honest. Like it's, yeah. it's sad to say that that is not is rare. Yeah. I yeah. was going to say like, you don't usually get that, but yeah. Yeah. The last well, yeah, girl, they're not always bad, right? right? Like just because there's no connection doesn't mean it's like this horror story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting though, because see someone and something i could probably work on though it's that time investment even if it is mm. a single beer because mm. i look at any any past relationship i've usually had a either some level of knowledge or friendship um mm. prior and so it's very hard for me to go on an app because i was like well then we got a match and then i got to talk and then we got to and my biggest thing too is i'm someone that like you know you meet someone in 60 seconds i'm like okay this is gonna you know there could be something here or not Mm -hmm. and so i wouldn't necessarily say my biggest fear but what i don't like is getting into a situation like meeting someone and then within 60 seconds going oh yeah no then go okay oh yeah all right how what do you do for work (laughs) and then you know going through which honestly big picture's not that's not that bad yeah right but something mentally i just i don't want to invest that okay so i really got to know though what do you legitimately do once you're in that situation? Oh, well, I, I'm actually trying to think if I ever have. Yeah, I have been. But yeah, I write it up. Like you have a conversation, you yeah. talk, 
but yeah. on the inside the entire time I'm just like okay okay come on, come on, come on. but i would never just be like hey how you doing good 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 okay so i'm actually gonna go yeah like, i never do that like, no i ride it out doesn't mean i want to okay okay you know what i mean yeah but fair. i mean you know i think it's one of those things too though if you already know that it's not gonna happen you could still like I don't know. I think there's still just the potential of just like making a connection with another person. Like it doesn't have to be romantic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can still have a a good conversation. Like it doesn't have to be a total waste of an hour or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like both of those guys I went out with, like we talked about stuff. We laughed, you know, they were great conversations, but I just was like, there just wasn't like the connection, but I'm like, you're a nice person, like Mm -hmm. totally fine to spend an hour with, but yeah, that's hard though for (laughs) me. I don't know. Yeah. I think one of the things a nugget of wisdom that I've been trying to learn in my own life is to take the approach that every single person in my life has something that I could learn from. Like they mm-hmm. know something that I don't. Yeah. So I could mm-hmm. learn something from them. And so like, if I come in with that curiosity, I mean, <laughs> not that I'm going to treat every date like I'm taking them on a podcast. Just <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Oh God. Please what? No, please no one read into that. <laughs> um, but I need I, some material for this next episode. Can we chat? Oh, uh, no. It's more like, hey, I'm going to find out all about this person. You know, in, in a weird way, I kind of default to that mode. And I guess that's helped me get through situations where, I guess, like, I'll be honest, I, I went on two dates this year where, like, pretty early on, I could tell <laughs> they weren't interested. And I was like, okay, I can tell this like pretty clearly up front. I'm not going to do anything except just really get to know them and find out what cool, fascinating thing I can learn from this person just by having a cool conversation. And then when the time's up, we got a piece. I'll just say say goodbye and that'll be that. And then they'll send me a text that says, hey, I didn't really see it. <laughs> and I'll be like, cool, thank you. Like, that's legit. It was a good time. I don't know. It's been... Uh, it doesn't feel like a, a super great use of my time that I'm like, man, I want to do that again. <laughs> but it is cool still. And I guess like with the right mindset, I've made it worthwhile in a sense, you know? Hmm. I think though too, it's dating is almost something that you have to practice. Like it's a learned skill, right? So to be effective and get like efficient, hmm. which I mean, without making it too methodical, obviously, but you know, you have to practice it. Like you have to practice like listening to people and knowing what you're looking for, like what cues and stuff like that. So, I mean, if anything, you're, you're getting another date under your belt and just kind of like learning more about yourself in those situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do have a question though. So end of the date, right? It's maybe it was a totally fine. Like again, nothing weird, nothing creepy, Mm -hmm. but there's just not a connection. Yeah. Do you let them know or do you just ghost them? (laughs) um i let them know that's happened every if it's not that if it's not like right after within a couple of days i'm like hey it's cool but like no yeah yeah how do you approach it just a message like that just kind of pops up and you're like here's just the honest truth kind of thing (laughs) yeah i feel like i'm pretty abrupt like i don't know i could probably be more graceful with it but i'm usually like Mm -hmm. hey so is nothing nothing personal but just like nah well, obviously, I don't yeah. phrase it like that, but <laughs> yeah, no, I could I, probably word it more gracefully, but I have a weird kind of like, I'm like, no, no, no. We're in a weird good. sense, though, I, when having received that myself, like from other people, I'm like, I, I dig it. I kind of dig a little bit more blatant, a little bit more blunt up front, like, hey, like this is just how I feel straight up. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And you're like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. In a sense, I'm like, great. <laughs> Super clear. No questions to be asked after that. Hmm. I know exactly where we're at and that's totally fine by me. And so it's it's kind of good to just like immediately have total resolve and clarity 
So in a sense, like, I don't know, maybe you don't need to fluff it at all or anything like that. But maybe your approach is fine. But yeah, maybe. No, I'm a, I'm a huge ghoster. What? Uh, yeah. Yikes. You. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly don't like, for me, it's a lot of like confrontation type situation in, in my head, right? It's like all, it's all in me in regards to it. I think the one main thing that I starting the, the dating app, I told myself, if I ever go on these dates and there is no connection, I need to be a firm and say, yeah, it was fun but it's not going to work type situation. Cause that's always been the hard part for me. It's just having that balance between, you know, confrontation where it's like, you need to say something. And then also just like, yeah, but if I just take this like kind of airy approach and just kind of disappear in the background, um, <laughs> everything will be fine. Where did Wayman go? <laughs> he moved away. Oh my God. Actuality. I'm in suburbia right now. Um, but no, I, it's just, it's been a hard part of me to kind of get that gusto that like you have Lindsay in regards to like, Hey, not my thing, but it was great hanging out with you. Like, I think my interactions with any date, like, even if it was like, Oh, I know this is not going to work out. I never had that mindset. It's more of just like cordial, like getting to know them almost like it's a friend type Mm -hmm. situation. Like I turn, I turn it into like a cooking class at, at my other job. Mm-hmm. Where it's like immediate turn on, like, I just want to get to know you, understand what you do. And then like, that's it. And then people, and then that's how I practice my dating mm-hmm. is, is through the, those cooking classes. Cause like right now with what's going on, like I don't have that many interactions in person. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, it's hard for me to switch on that dual personality to where there's introvert me and then there's extrovert me. And so I play two personalities when I go on dates and stuff like that. I think it is interesting, you know, because obviously there is that, I guess, confrontation piece. But I think also confrontation has a more like aggressive kind of underlying tone to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like, like I said, like these last two dates I went on there, you know, there was no like, you know, I wasn't going to go to my friends and be like, oh my God, you'll never believe what just happened. Like yeah. they were perfectly like respectful, you know, decent dates we had good conversations stuff like that and so that's where i almost i i remember the first couple of times i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell them you know oh my god i'm gonna say it Mm. like obviously it's a little you want to let people down easy and like the intention is to never be mean right but i think it's almost just putting like i just put myself in that place and i was like i would just much rather and i wouldn't even take if it was just an hour i wouldn't take it personally if somebody just said Hey, it was like nice chatting with you, but I just don't see this going anywhere. Like David said, then it, it leaves no space for questions. There's no misunderstandings, you know, and I'm not kind of waiting around, like hoping that they're going to reach out. And so that's kind of the way that I just look at it. And that's the thing is I just, because too, usually it just is me. Like I just don't feel a connection. It's, you know, I'm not, I don't really have opinions on you. I just met you. Um, So I usually just tell, I think I kind of use a canned response every time, which I don't think is a bad thing, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's pretty much the same one. I literally just say, Hey, like, thanks. Cause usually guys buy beers too. Um, So I usually just say, Hey, thanks so much for the drink or, you know, the food or whatever, Mm. you know, it was really nice talking with you. However, I don't see this going anywhere, but you know, I wish you the best of luck. Mm -hmm. I know I have heard kind of horror stories where people have tried that approach and people kind of like freak out. 
Um, I just personally have never had somebody take it in a bad way. Yeah. So I think, you know, most of the time people would rather just know. um, Because, I mean, I've been ghosted more times than I can count. And it's just so frustrating. (laughs) Mm. And I mean, on a first date, it could be a little different too. a first date. I'd be like, whatever. Again, I've barely invested time. Right. But, you know, once you get past like even two or three and then people just disappear, it's kind of like, okay. You let me spend like three hours of my time on you, but you can't even send me a text. Come on. <laughs> and I guess like to like further explain, maybe like ghosting versus other types of like slowly disappearing into the smoke bomb. Uh, <laughs> like if someone asks you a question, Wayman, mm. are you going to respond? Or is it, is it at that point you're just like, Ooh, he's really gone. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... If they if they initiate the question of just like, hey, do you see this going anywhere? Mm. It would probably take me like a good couple hours to like muster up the the like courage to say like, no, it's not going anywhere mm. um, type situation because that's just my personality. I just don't like it almost feels like I'm giving bad news in a way, even well, though it's yeah. like kind of good news, too, because it's just like, OK, cool. Now, you know, I have clarity. Mm-hmm. Was that word clarity? No. Yeah, it's a clarity. OK, cool. Rosetta Stone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I if they initiate the question, I will answer. But I, it, I, wow, words. I won't initiate that clarity of saying, hey, it was great, but not going anywhere. Instead, I do the worst thing and I say, oh, it was great uh, meeting you. It was awesome experience. Hopefully we can do it again soon. And then... <sighs> Oh, wait. <laughs> you say, hopefully we can do it again soon and then ghost them? <laughs> oh, my God, Wayman. I'm oh, always- dude. <laughs> <sighs> and, that's, and that's where the problem comes up, where it's like, now I have these anxieties. Well, I think you're kind of creating a little bit of anxiety for totally, yourself. Totally. Totally. Oh, it's, all, it's all self-induced. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, you could get a sense of closure and just go, this isn't going to work. And be done with it. And that's it. Instead of now, next time you go out downtown Boise, you're going to have to hide in bushes and stuff. You'll be walking around and you'll be like, <laughs> oh, oh that's it. Yeah. Rem- I moved. Remember, if she says, I moved to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's, and that's what I'm, that's my kind of like thing of going back onto these dating apps. It's like, you need to be clear on your intentions. Cause I think that was like the, the main things that we've talked about in the past RTS is intentions. And then also, from our previous recording, it's all about intentions. Because if you don't have the right intention going into the dating app, you're not going to get anything out of it. And then also you're going to hurt more people than actually save. And so, mm. working on that. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> so, we're going to have to hold you accountable to that. Because, I mean, not to put you on blast, but here's an interesting thing that dating apps have just introduced. is It creates this weird online social context that you don't get anywhere else online or just really in the world. Where, like, it's this strangely isolated area where it's a very low risk of having any sort of, like, reputation damage happen to you. Whereas, say, like, you know, in your parents or older generations, like, when they didn't have these things. If you, uh, I guess, misled someone (laughs) or were, like, kind of, like, cold-shouldered someone, your friends would find out and then other people would find out and, like, there would be some sort of repercussion. 
that would happen socially. But I think we're dealing with this weird scenario where we're just playing like the slot machine games of dating, where we're we're these little siloed, isolated interactions. And in a sense, it's kind of scary because when we gamify it and we're just like, this is just another character in this game that I'm playing. Not only is that objectifying, but also like that becomes like, it's okay to have worse behavior because... Mm-hmm. What are the real repercussions on my social circle? None. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to find out. That person, yeah, they might be pissed, but they don't know any of my friends. And then, you know, it's it's kind of scary. And that's also, I think, perhaps a, a sad reason why it's kind of a dark space. <laughs> and we might all have like a little bit of pessimistic views. Is that, that might be one of the factors into it is because it kind of encourages worse behavior as being so little consequences socially and to your reputation and everything, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I agree. Uh, but it is something that you absolutely have to practice right like if that's not natural for you it's not for a lot of people you know it's just something you have to practice i just because personally i've been ghosted so many times i'm just like it just to me feels like trash so i'm like i'm just not going to do that to somebody else even if they're indifferent you know to it and i would rather not have somebody texting me every day wondering if we're going to hang out again when i clearly am not going to (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyways. It's so weird. Anyways. <laughs> so, of like all of the matches that you're getting, how many of them on average wind up in you actually meeting up? Or even, let's go a step further back. How many of them wind up with you exchanging like a phone number? So, I guess if before this current dating app getting on type situation, mm-hmm. I think the play... Sorry, I don't mean to call it like a play, but it is a play. Is like because you never know if the person's gonna disconnect on their application or like a maybe they've turned off notifications so mm-hmm. they're not getting any of your messages and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I totally like didn't see your message because I turned off notifications mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, this person must be getting blown up. So the, always the play is to get the number as quickly as you can. Okay. So then you're just like, okay, let's you do the the cordial like hey get to know each other type situation mm-hmm. and then you kind of feel out like oh awesome like let's do you want to meet up and so when you do the first date that's when you kind of try and go and grab the number so then at that point it's just like oh you- <laughs> well i'm really throwing out my playbook here <laughs> but it's going to change anyway because i'm going to change <laughs> <laughs> but like you can you basically say Hey, just in case we, you know, if I need to get a hold of you yeah. or like change like yeah. meetups or something like that, would you mind if I grab your number? And then I would initiate, here's my number. Yeah. And if they feel comfortable, they can use that number and text me back. For sure. So it's never like me asking for that specific number, right? Yeah. Um, that's super reasonable. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> natural, I, I feel. <laughs> right. I mean, like, what, what about for you guys? Is that typically by the time you get to the the meetup stage that you're exchanging a number sure okay (laughs) (laughs) to put it simply yeah okay Uh, okay. (laughs) because again (laughs) nothing's happening so sure i would assume that that's what i would do yeah yeah i think for me uh it's a little (laughs) different obviously if the plan is to meet up and we haven't exchanged numbers yet then like yeah that makes sense. I mean, I guess I've gone on dates where we haven't exchanged numbers. That's fine too. But mm. I wouldn't be, you know, surprised to like do that. I will say though, I don't have notifications on, but it's not because I get like blown up. <laughs> it's just because it's like not something that I want to be looking at all day, every day. Right. 
And it's, I mean, you guys all know, sometimes it can be like entertaining to go on a dating app. Sometimes it can just be really mm-hmm. depressing. So I'm like, yeah. I want to be able to choose <laughs> yeah. when I'm going to like interact. So that's why. So like, I'm not, I wouldn't, I definitely don't go like five days without messaging people back. Right. Um, but I'm not a super quick messenger. So I would say a typical kind of, if I'm talking to somebody and like, you know, the conversation is good, there's like banter those types of things. If we talk for like two or three days, then I think I would just suggest even if we haven't like set a meet yet, then I would I would be like, okay, I'd rather text because obviously there's like good conversation happening here. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to respond to you like more often and Mm. quicker through text than on this app. Yeah. So then I'll just exchange numbers. And I usually just like whenever I'm ready, I'll just throw my number in there and be like, if you want to text me, go for it. Yeah, nice. Um, and I mean, most of the time people do, especially because yeah. if we've been talking for like two or three days. Right. Yeah. But that's it. I, I usually don't do it super quick, though, because again, it's just, I mean, most people don't use them in a bad way, but it's also like you don't want to get in a situation where then somebody won't leave you alone. And now they have totally. your number. So. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, David? <laughs> I think I, I'm, I'm the same way with you, Wayman, where, ho- well, maybe it's a mix of like... <laughs> I think I've taken different approaches to online dating in, in various scenarios in my life. Yeah. Most recently, I was prioritizing the concept of I should prioritize first and foremost going on a date above all else hmm. <laughs> for great reasons we can get into. But also just because in a sense, I was realizing like, what is the point of any of this if I literally never meet up with anyone? I am just... Yeah, the perpetual conversation that never ends. I might as well just like get on an online forum and just chat it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah the, in that sense, it was trying to figure out a first date and like work our way to that point in the conversation. And then at that point, you know, a natural exchange of numbers like for just ensuring. Because when I'm out and about and I'm trying to meet up with someone or whatever, I'm not going to want to pull up my dating app, go find them in the dating app and then look through our conversation. And the, I don't know. That's it, to me, that's weird. Again, and most people probably don't have like live notifications. Well, depends. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, the natural point it felt like okay like at this point it makes sense just for like literally logistics reasons then it just feels natural and cool and (laughs) a little more smooth i guess and then the other scenario would have just been i think more of what you're describing Lindsay, of like just a natural point in conversation which would have been more a little bit before i had this sense of like okay no i should prioritize dates first it was i would spend a lot of time in conversation through the messages And it would be at a certain point, actually, usually the woman would initiate it with me and be like, listen, I don't usually check this, but clearly we're having a good conversation, again, right. that kind of thing. And so I'd be like, oh, cool. And then it would happen then. But yeah, I'm, I guess I don't know, like, the, there's no playbook necessarily, you know? It's just kind of like a situation by situation thing. And also depending on, like, really what you're wanting out of the situation as well, too. Mm. But yeah. There are some people that I truly think are just on there to talk for whatever reason. It's kind of surprising to me. But there are some people that will just never move beyond the message. And it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess if that's what you're there for. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but it is interesting. And I think I usually, it's like, if we've been talking, I'd say like for a week mm-hmm. at the very most, and we don't have plans yet, I'll probably kind of drop off. Hmm. Um, just because, I mean, my intention is to meet up. Yeah. And I mean, I'll ask people, like, I don't. I don't have to like be asked out, like I'll initiate. I don't care. Nice. Um, (laughs) But there are some, sometimes it's like kind of that weird middle ground where it's like Mm. you are talking and it's nice enough, but you almost can't tell if they're interested in meeting up. So then I'll kind of like, wait, I don't know. And sometimes, and then yeah, if they don't ask, then I'll just kind of like, 
Okay, bye. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So weird statistics. Uh, <laughs> there was a study saying only 10% of people ever meet up through matches, which is great. So matches ever resulting in a meetup. And then I think Hinge did a study and they said only one in 500 matches ever results in a phone number exchange. Oh, wow. Oh. That's kind of crazy. So I do have to imagine, and I think this is not hard for us to like consider what you were just describing, Lindsay, about the people who were on there for fun, just killing time. And also, Wayman, you had brought this up at one point, like just the ego boost as well. I think that might be a large <laughs> number of people. I mean, I think about it as well during like COVID and people are trapped inside doing nothing on their phone. They're like, oh, it'd be nice to have someone hitting on me because I used to get that back yeah. when I could go around downtown and then it's like, okay, well, here's a place where I can get, I can have five mini pop-up bars in my pocket at any time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I can get people hitting on me whenever I want. That's kind of nice. And like, I, I think some people just treat it like that. Just, which. I mean, I've been guilty of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, it's COVID. I'm, it, it does take a lot to do the socially distanced dates because again it's yeah. like there's just so much extra that you have to go through mm. i'm gonna be a little bit more picky about those but i'm like sometimes i just need attention or want attention so <laughs> yeah but it's the statistic was really interesting i just looked at my hinge and right now i technically have 17 matches but i've only talked to two of them in the past like two weeks whoa so the other ones have just either either rematched and the conversation like never started for whatever mm. reason or it did and then just totally fell off <laughs> so like that's the difference between like liking on hinge yeah and you've actually now like okay let's initiate a conversation together to match no so we matched but then just nobody started, started a conversation. it huh yeah oh. interesting 17 they had some rookie numbers going on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. my no, god like, seriously good for you that's but i was gonna say i think 17 goes back to two where right like i was saying i try to push myself to not match on the like only go for these super strict parameters. So then I, so then there are some people who I'm kind of like maybe on the fence about a little bit and then we do match and then, yeah. and then I'm just kind of like, maybe I match with somebody else that I'm more interested in chatting with. So I just uh, kind of like forget and then they never initiate either. So then it just kind of sits there. Just got to start lighting up my profiles. Just oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's so weird. So total honesty here. Like I've been, from the top to the bottom of the entirety of Boise. <laughs> like I've well, yeah. gone through the list yeah, where they're like, literally like, expand your filters or oh, your... Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Because like, yeah. you have no other people. Or you like, start seeing oh, the same no. profiles you already yeah. said no to, and you're yeah. like, wait, they're back? <laughs> yeah. The fudge is yes. going on. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, one of the things you had mentioned was wanting to choose when you're going to interact with this thing and how and all that. So let's talk about, as just like a final point here, I, I don't know what to call it other than dating app usage hygiene, <laughs> which is like... I'm intrigued. Given, <laughs> given the fact that it can kind of feel you're, I don't know, getting crapped on or like it's just like a really shitty situation. And we all like kind of have this pessimistic view of it and it's not the most wonderful thing how often do you interact with it and how do you interact with it in a way to kind of like, I guess, maintain your own psychological well-being, right? <laughs> how do you take that approach? I mean, for instance, with me, it's if I'm literally going all the way to the entirety of Boise and don't have edges, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take a break from this for a while, you know, uninstall everything. And like, I'll use them in kind of like bursts, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's how I've been managing that and not making it eat up my life and my mind and uh, <laughs> in like a negative way, you know? But what about you guys? How do you manage it and keep it from 
I kind of, I'm a burst person too. But if I, if I have them, I usually check once in the morning, once at night. And checking that, it's probably for 10 minutes tops each time. Mm. In my case, it's a bunch of swipe lefts, and then I close out of the app for the day. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so it's not great. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably due for a good old deletion for a while because now I've had it for some time. And yeah, going through the whole list, I'm like, okay, well yeah another successful run and then i deleted <laughs> i deleted off yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah but like wow it's like 20 minutes though in a total day though huh yeah i, I yeah. do not spend a lot of time i got other things to do man I, oh that's good <laughs> that's great yeah i uh i i use it to like kill time <laughs> so like at work when i'm like i can't focus i'll just like literally sit there and just like pull out the app and then it kills like 30 minutes mm-hmm. every time you use yeah well it's just like you just zone in right and so you're just like you kind of go in you're like doing your thing you'll either hit the x or you'll find a profile that you like so you kind of scroll in a little bit more mm-hmm. and then you're like oh i kind of like this person so then you have to like think about like a witty comment or like something oh, that, that you want to say forever. yeah <laughs> so you're just like how do you do this one liner to introduce yourself and to kind of set you apart from the pack that takes 45 minutes alone at least right <laughs> but um but yeah, usually about 30 minutes uh-huh. and that can eat up maybe, I'd say an hour. Total in your day? In my day. Sure. Of use. Yeah. But I've been trying to be more cognizant about not using it more because it, it's like, it, it gets like depressing. Has that been like pretty daily for you? No. Okay. I think it's like... Here and there. Yeah, here and there. Probably like every two, two days or so uh-huh. of like, I'll get on it use it for a little bit and then i'll get off because then it's just like if i continue to use it then i already because i've used these apps before and you already ran through it it's like you run through the whole list of people and you're like oh shit they're recycling again (laughs) and so you're like yeah and then you're stuck in the doom scroll yeah so then you're just like okay i know this person came up when i see the person comes up like i've x'd out before yeah just put it away put it away put it away yeah i think for me um i'm more of like a burst user as well um, I think because, because too, I mean, again, depending on what you're looking for, you also, I think, have to be in like the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the energy that you're putting out is what you're going to attract. And I think oh, even yeah. when you're using an application, like if you're using it and you're like, this is so depressing, like it's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, it's, I think people go to like super extremes. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I even get the comment a lot, you know, I've been single for four years and I've pretty actively dated throughout those uh-huh. four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stop for a little bit and then like start up again. But some of the comments that I get from people are just like, Oh my God, like it's just crazy. Like you just, you don't give up and you know, like you just keep going out with people like, you know, cause some people, I think it's like, if you have one bad experience, you know, sometimes, I mean, especially women are, I think guilty of it being like, I'm swearing off men for an entire year. And it's like, okay, that is not realistic, right? Like, I mean, if you have your heart ripped out, sure. Mm. Take the year, take whatever time you need. But like, if it's a bad, just like dating experience, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you have to be in the right mindset, but I think it's it's healthy and smart to like, if you feel like you need a break or you're feeling burnt out, mm, yeah. that's obviously not the point and you're yeah. probably not going to get a positive return. Mm-hmm. So totally take a break. But I also think because it is something that you you have to practice, I personally always like if I take a break, I like set a time frame. So then I'm like, okay, in two weeks, I'm going to like open it again. Okay. Um, Because then 
I'm pro- in two weeks, I'm in a totally different mindset. I'm probably over whatever weird or bad experience I had. Sure. And then I'm kind of like looking at it fresh again, like just ready to maybe meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. By you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of described it a little bit. I guess another thing that I'm thinking about is so. I think it's much worse for men, but like addiction. Have you guys like encountered it yourselves at all or people around you like becoming addicted to it? There's a study that said it of like people that they asked, it was about 15% of people reported being addicted of people who were using it. And then, yeah, the stats were like much worse for men. But women, it was saying, are more likely to get burnt out. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, man, which that sucks. And that's crazy. Um, I guess if you had any like more negative experiences or reactions, I, I mean, so for instance, Wayman, your three words for describing dating apps were like stress and a bunch of things like how, how have you like, or maybe like what has been the worst, what has been the most stressful parts about it? And then how have you been learning to manage that? And what advice would you give to anyone else who's like going through your situation? I I see the problem is I don't even know what advice to give them because I'm still you're still, still in that stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, so wait, sorry. What if maybe this could be a way to to wrap it up too? What if we give each other advice? Okay. Like, so yeah. like, what's one yeah. piece of advice that we could give Wayman? Uh-huh. One piece of advice we could give David, yeah. me. Mm. So we'll do Wayman first. <laughs> so Wayman, tell us like <laughs> your most negative experiences. Yeah, you don't have to get like super like vulnerable or personal here. I'm just saying like, generally, what is the most like stressful or anxiety driving thing about it that like you, that bothers you the most and you wish you could change it? I mean, I think that the most thing is just like, I don't get likes. You know what I mean? There's just, I think like profile wise, like I think is okay. And especially mm-hmm. right now, like, I don't know, like I got the tips, got the tips from Queen yeah. Lindsay over here. <laughs> yeah. and I'm Listen like, back. <laughs> I'm like, fudge. Yeah. I'm about to change this sh- real quick yeah dude but at the same time like it's almost like depressing in a way to like not have that many not to have any likes you know what i mean it's like i'm not saying i'm like like handsome by all means but i'm not saying like not bad looking yeah right wait a minute for sure be more confident yeah dude come on (laughs) confidence is not my my biggest trait but i i think that's the biggest thing it's just like not getting that many likes, so then that also turns down my confidence. So then I'm like, what oh, am I doing? That's cyclical, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yikes. That's a spiraling thing. I think if I were to give you advice, I would say to remember that you as an individual should be a niche. So you also should have a niche audience. So if you're just getting hundreds of likes, that probably means that you're basic because you're appealing to the masses. (laughs) So I would almost look at, I know likes can be an ego boost, but look at it because too, if, if you're getting tons and tons and tons of likes, then you have to filter through all these people who are probably not good matches for you anyway. Mm. So look at it in the way of quant uh quality over quantity Mm. because it's like even if you're getting two matches in a week those two people are probably way more likely to be actually compatible with you than if you're getting 27 likes in a week what are the chances that you're actually compatible with 27 people right like it's just so look at it that way that's actually that's really good (laughs) it's a great way to think (laughs) about it quality over quantity Mm. And we have your great advice from before, which we'll help you out with. We'll get you some solid, nice photos. <laughs> Shirtless pics. No. In the kitchen. Oh, no. 
Maybe we'll <laughs> replace that photo of your, your food with uh, a nice one of you looking in the camera and smiling and wearing something red. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, I'll just throw a red filter over it. <laughs> <laughs> you look the really angry. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. What What would oh. your guys' advice for Wayman be? Oh, that was? that. No. Yeah, I think <laughs> kind of part, part of the uh, the confidence piece, too. Who cares? Yeah, Whatever, dude. Thing. Like, it doesn't matter. It's, I don't know. That's probably terrible advice. No, I mean, who cares, that's dude? The, that's the, it's it's not terrible, but it's just hard to practice is the who who cares aspect, right? Right. Because, yeah. like, I, I, when I look at these people on the application, I think to myself, do I, would I be, right now, it's like, would I marry this person? Or, like, would I have well, a very yeah. intimate relationship yeah that's whoa sorry <laughs> very serious yeah. Wayman's yeah. putting his last name on their first name <laughs> seeing Does what that sounds work? like um, <laughs> and so like at that point it's like i read too much into it and so sure. then at that point it's like why the f are they lifing me back like <laughs> we would have had oh, this yeah. we would have done this 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 and then it's just like i don't have that who care well, okay, I'm not saying that I do either. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like, it's yeah. still Tijuana. good advice. Tijuana. Dude. Yeah. We we all overthink these quite a bit. <laughs> I will say, and this, I guess, could go for everybody, but it fits the situation really well. I've kind of taken it as, like, my 2021 mantra just in general. Mm. And it's because it honestly just kind of keeps popping up everywhere. Like, I see it all of the time. It was just in a book that I was reading. So, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm listening. <laughs> Uh, but it's a really simple concept but it's the idea that what is meant for you is not going to miss you so it can really (laughs) i honestly i feel like it's like just brought me a lot of calm because i'm the same way like i want to control everything and i'm kind of like okay well i like you so you should like me back you know that type of thing but it's also like if they're just not coming to you if that's not happening then Mm. it's not meant for you but what is meant for you is never going to miss you, right? Because it's, I mean, it depends on, I guess, what you believe. But mm-hmm. if you believe in any type of, like, fate or destiny or, you know, whatever, it's kind of like whatever is meant to be will be. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of takes, like, some of that pressure off and, and just saying, like, yeah, maybe it's not happening right now. But when it's supposed to, it's going to. Yeah. No, I like that. I, <laughs> I agree with that, yeah. too. That's well, how I view a lot of things in life. So I agree. David, what's your advice for women? Thank you. Yeah. Just like, I know. I I think what I secretly meant was, Lindsay, why don't you, let's (laughs) all go around and Lindsay give us advice and then we'll give you advice. I mean, I have been single the longest, so. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, women, I think one thing in regards to the idea of not getting many likes, it's so easy to take that personally and be like, what's wrong with me? And to think mm-hmm. that there is something that like it's you, like you're the reason you're not getting it, like right? I don't, I don't think that's a like a healthy way to approach it. And I think we just have to remember little stupid things about the context, like you're dealing with an app that's literally trying to make a business out of helping you try and find true love, <laughs> and really that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to watch advertisements and pay monthly fees and stuff <laughs> like that because they're a business, not yeah. a true matchmaker. I don't know. But anyways, and the other aspect of it too is there's a lot of people out there who are just using it for ego boosts or whatever, and they're not even taking it seriously. So if you aren't matching with them, as Jake said, who cares? <laughs> you have us. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, that's I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yes. Really? I really do, actually. Here's the thing that's been happening is Jake and I have been terrified of you getting a girlfriend because that means you spend less time with us and like <laughs> you end up... 
investing on you. You cook for more and you cook less for us. And really, that is what we do not want to happen. So. No, there's- we have nefarious forces working against you. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. So not only is the business working against you, but your friends are too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. But yeah, along the lines of like not taking it too seriously, I think there are reasonable reasons to to do that and to just frame it in the, in the right perspective too. Hmm. It's not because you're not some handsome boy, like you're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> what it's a not sweet why. boy. Yeah. Right, what was the question next? that prompted? Like, what did you ask first? What are your like worst experiences and most stressful pieces uh, of it? Oh. And like, what right. is just about it that really like gives you this pretty pessimistic overview mm-hmm. of, yeah. Like what's been bringing you down about it and what would you love to change about it that bothers you so much? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have a thought? Do you want to go? Yeah, I guess for me, it is, I think I get frustrated that people don't have like the same mindset as I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I don't like to look at it as a waste of time because I try to look at them as like, okay, even if it doesn't work out, maybe I learned something or at least I was practicing. But I think, I think my biggest thing is I think, I guess the worst experience that I've had that like really was just like, ugh, was I met somebody on one of the apps um, and he was a great guy. We actually got along really well. We were like kind of seeing each other for almost three months. Hmm. And then he literally just dropped off the face of the earth and ghosted. And I have not heard from him since. And I think stuff like that, like that for me, it's more just like the disrespect, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. You know, and I mean, like, that sucks because then you're like, you have no explanation. So all you can do is kind of spiral and speculate. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, and again, I try not to let like one experience tarnish because it's one person, obviously. Um, But I mean, considering the amount of times as much as I joke about it, the amount of times that I've been ghosted, it gets so frustrating. And I'm just like, why? Because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very simple to be straightforward. But I don't know. Wow. I'm trying to think of like advice, but I was like, I, I I'm <laughs> kind of sad because I feel, but I feel like how the four of us have like done the worst on the outside. I was like, well, I have nothing to contribute here. What can I possibly contribute? But I guess like, like there's no good and like, I can't really like back up the guy because I've done it. But like, I, yeah, you're part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> but I was like, but but have you ghosted somebody after like three months? Because that's a little different than after date one. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing is like the difference is you know date one versus three months because you've both invested time together a in a way. Yeah, in relationship and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like at that point, it's like I don't know. There's a part of me that's like a learning type situation where it's just like, okay, what happened in the three months that connected me to getting ghosted literally nothing i've gone over it many times <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> that, that i almost should... said something else but i was like don't wait no that's that's Actually, something different well, i mean like what if uh, sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say if i had to offer it i would turn your words around on you and just have maintained the mindset yeah of yeah if it's if it's meant to like what is meant to happen and what's meant to be will come around yeah. and that may have been a more frustrating example yeah. of something that was not meant to be but you know. i think i mean yeah it was super frustrating for a very for quite a while but it's also now i'm kind of in the space where i'm like okay clearly dodged a bullet yeah i'm yeah, glad it was yeah. three months and not three years you yeah, know totally so yeah. still just trying i'm like it's still incredibly disrespectful but i'm just like obviously it wasn't meant to be mm. <laughs> yeah 
It's crazy because my initial advice would have been something like, I ah, just three months, not a big deal in terms of like overall time. And you don't necessarily need to view it all as like a total waste of time. I'm sure there are moments that you enjoyed in it and like there's something you can take out of it. But then again, uh, hearing you earlier already having said like, yeah. after a while of these little three month things, like it does feel like a waste of time. I'm like, okay, I get that. That does make sense. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you that advice. <laughs> but man, because like that's just an all around bummer. Hopefully there's some good memories and you get something out of it but like otherwise damn <laughs> other than like our consultants <laughs> like i don't know and then also the same thing that we said to women like i really don't think actually i would highly recommend not going and mulling over all everything that happened to try and pinpoint a reason because you're probably not going to find it because like he didn't give you a reason and right it's probably has nothing to do with you <laughs> When we were talking about ghosting, I just keep picturing the situation where I just have my 90-day pack ready to go underneath my bed. After the date goes sour, instead of me just texting a simple sentence of like, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. Great. Hanging out with you. I just, I grab my bag, throw it in the trunk, and then I move to Arkansas for <laughs> three months and call yeah. my roommates and tell them to... Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, wow. you know, I don't know. Like, who knows what's actually happening in that person's life? Yeah. Yeah. Man, Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's, it was really funny too, because I ended up, I'm not a person to, at least I never really have been to like block people, mm -hmm. but I also learned, you know, I've been learning recently that like time is our most important resource. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So, you know, if you do spend, you have to protect your time, you know? And, and so it was one of those things where nor at first I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm not going to block him. Like it is what it is. It's just not happening anymore. Um, but then, like, a month later, he started liking my pictures on Instagram. And I was like... Whoa. Yeah. And that's where it's just like, okay, the whole situation is already super disrespectful. But then it was... It's really just, like, you chose not to be in my life. So, you don't get any access to yeah. me anymore. So, then mm. I blocked him. <laughs> that's and that was, so weird. Yeah. That oh. was really the moment where it just... I was, like, finally over it. Because I was just like, no. Like... You like very clearly made a choice to no longer like be involved in my life. Like you don't get to watch it from afar either. So yeah. bye. Man. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's so strange. <laughs> what about you guys? Wait, yeah. Um, the biggest struggle for me is I feel like I feel like I sell myself in person. Or oh, just the yes. way the way that I interact yeah. and all is just in person. And so that's the yeah. biggest struggles because I, I almost just want to like skip the apps mm. yeah you know like it's a, in a perfect world which right if aside from covid we wouldn't have to like i could actually do this but i'm just an in-person yeah honestly like texting if you need like pickup lines or something like that over text that is not me i'm i'm vanilla when it comes to <laughs> texting and communication i'm like how are you it the today is a nice day was it not you know, like, like <laughs> would just, you agree? was it not? <laughs> so I just feel like I'm just such an in-person person. Hmm. So the whole online thing is just such a big like, yeah, yeah, dang. I think my question to you then is like, do you just feel pressured to use apps, or do is there some reason that you stay on them? No, no, it's to like I started using it just to try mm -hmm. because like we were saying well what else especially now in covid mm -hmm. because i'm like well i should probably put an attempt because when i look at it i'm like okay well i am looking for a relationship i think it'd be great i'm in a good spot mm -hmm. like um to to pursue that 
But then I'm like, okay, well, how am I, how's that going to happen? You know? So that's why I use it. Mm -hmm. I think my advice would be if you're going to like continue trying apps, I think something that a lot of guys underestimate as a really great quality is humor. And I think you're so funny (laughs) and your app, your profile does, I think like your pictures show personality, but I think you could almost like put more humor in it. And I think that might do you some justice. Oh, it's so hard to do though. <laughs> I don't know about you, but so much of my humor does not translate well into text. <laughs> right. So the only the only written like text or anything that works for my humor that works well and when there's an established relationship and people understand who I am. Yeah. Because then I'm just disparaging and sarcastic. But in that <laughs> but in that funny way. no but there's just context that needs to be established you know yeah yeah but that's a good point humor though (laughs) if they could find a way to do that because i mean even if you can't say you can't come up with a joke or a bit you could always put kind of like even if it's just a question like it could be kind of like a wild question or something that people are like what Mm. you know because then that at least starts the conversation already kind of on that like humorous side and then that gives you a chance to at least start with that you know what i mean get the in yeah Yeah. so like even if you're not i mean most people at least women that i know pick up lines it's like there are some funny ones sure but most of them it's like okay like nobody wants to pick up line yeah so i'm like even if you can't come up with like a super funny joke that translates really well via text yeah like just put a question on there that'll at least start a like kind of interesting or even like weird conversation totally yeah yeah, it's good advice. Wait a minute, any other thoughts uh, or a bit, bits of advice? I think maybe don't start negative, right? My humor does not translate onto the app or anything that you think you can't do. I think you should just think positive and think you can do it because then at that point, you're already in it. You're already winning, I feel like at that point because like there's no real, not risk, but like anxiety or stress to say like, oh, this has to be the perfect application or like, why am I not getting it? Oh, it's because my humor doesn't come over or why aren't they, why aren't they thinking that this is funny? It's just like, well, you know, if it's not funny, it's, it's again, that who cares aspect. <laughs> There's a who right, cares, right, right. like coming back at you. But I think if you think positive, it will come back positive. I think to Wayman's point too, what you say will be. So when you say my humor doesn't translate, it won't. True. Queen Lizzie stuck in again. But I do believe in that because, like, apps yeah. aside, I am someone like IRL that is totally about, oh man, the energy I put out is what I'm going to get. And I've seen it even within the past year, past couple months, unrelated to dating apps. But yeah, I've been putting energy out and it's coming back. And yeah. I'm like, all right, this is pretty sweet. So, totally just got to apply that same. Give it a shot. <laughs> wow. All right, David. What scares you about dating apps? (laughs) There's so much. (laughs) No, actually, I had a thought on what we had just said. I think the very idea of me just full sending giving and then expecting that everyone's going to give back has actually been so disappointing for me. Mm. I'm not going to lie because I want to kind of like put myself fully out there and like, this is my ridiculous humor. This is how I would phrase things in in a way. I know, yeah, sure, maybe like, in text, it might look a little bit ridiculous, but that's me. I'm just going to put it out there. And I know that if I was in person and I could really say this joke, I know that like, boom, I would get people laughing. We would have a good time. <laughs> it's typically like I, I have a sense of 
me in the real world, <laughs> in real life, what my successes have been socially and my social interactions and thinking about that, I'm like, okay, these things work really well. Like, I feel like I've made a lot of great connections and friends leaning into these things in my life. And then putting that into a dating app and then just getting nothing. <laughs> so disappointing. So I'm in my head, I'm so confused because it doesn't reflect my past and prior experiences in the real world. And so I think that's why I was saying like the whole translation thing is something I struggle with. So there is that aspect, which is, mm -hmm. I guess, maybe in my head, my profile is super representative of me, but it's perhaps not. And that could be something I just check in with my friends. I'm like, does that capture me in the way that I'm thinking it is? But that's probably like one struggle. Okay, so the next, I think, scary thing that I, I'm learning a little bit through is me not wanting to take it too seriously, yet me wanting to be a serious person, yet me also realizing that in the end, it probably would genuinely like a serious relationship. Anyways, so there, there's this balance between like, show off my humor, be not so serious, have fun with it, don't take it too seriously, you're going to stress yourself out. Also, it's already a stressful app, so like, why make it more stressful by taking it more seriously? At the same time, though, in my head, I'm like, well, if I give back, when I'm trying to give back, I'm only ever going to get not so serious relationships in return. So that's kind of like this, this fear I'm running back on. Maybe it really does come down to there's like a lot of disappointment that I feel mm -hmm. using these apps. Which, instead of being an ego boost that I get throughout the day, it's the opposite. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's my rambling, scary. I was going to say, <laughs> so you said a lot there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not a bad thing. Um, the first thing that came to mind for me is it sounds like you're putting a lot of pressure on the app generating like a fully established relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I think something that you need to remember is the app is merely a means to get a first meeting, right? So like your app or your profile doesn't have to be like perfect. Yep. All it has to do is like peak enough interest that they'll meet with you in person. Because then, especially if you're like stronger in person where there are some people that are like that. A lot of people are like that. Mm. But the point is you have to get that meeting first, right? Because yeah. then you can showcase like how funny you are, how, you know, all these different types of things. Dang. Yeah. I, when you were saying what you said, like it made me realize, I think I, I do treat dating apps a little bit in the wrong mindset. So in my head, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's such great. I'm going to like tell myself, this isn't a dating app. This is a meet someone for the first time app. Mm. Yes. And if I treat it like that, <laughs> I'll probably let myself have a much more relaxed mindset, have <laughs> way lower expectations, and hopefully it won't be as stressful. Yeah. Or disappointing. That's a good point. I love that. I was going to say, don't overthink too much to do what feels right to you. Like you say, well, I don't know whether it'd be, you know, funny David or, or to put on serious David, but then it depends. Da, da, da. Don't know. Just what, like, what do you feel is just the best true representation of you? And I would say, gosh, that's you're so fun. <laughs> you love fun. You love having fun. You love goofing around. That's innately, nothing's going to change that. Right. So almost in a sense, I'm not saying you do this, but if you're going ahead and you're giving off this serious persona, hmm. I don't necessarily think that that's true, fully true to yourself, right? So just yeah, if, you're, if you want to just have fun and because that's your personality and knowing you, that is your personality, just do that. Do that, you know, yeah. that's accurate. Yeah. Closely kind of related to that. Based on what you said, it sounded like you were kind of mixing up wanting a serious relationship with attitude and tone. Mm. Because wanting a serious relationship typically means like monogamous, committed, you know, those types of things. But that doesn't mean you have to be serious. 
Like you can still be super funny and humorous all of the time while being committed and monogamous. <laughs> That's so true. You know what I mean? And, it, yeah. and like just the way that you were describing that, it just sounded like yeah. when you think serious relationship, you get more serious. But yeah. it's like... If that's not your normal, you know, attitude, huh. you don't have to portray yeah. that seriousness. That right. doesn't necessarily translate to somebody understanding that that's the type of relationship that you want. Right. Okay. You that's know? such a good point. Yeah. Because if I'm like casually joking, that doesn't always mean that I only want very casual based <laughs> relationships. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That's because, interesting. Yeah. Then you yeah. can say like, my intention is to have a serious relationship, but... I'm like a jokester. I like having banter. I like joking around. Like, you know, those, right. they're pretty separate, actually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very <laughs> insightful. I love that. Wait a minute. Any, any help for this old man? The old man. <laughs> but honestly, though, um, balance. I think that's the key thing with <sighs> well, you. We love good wow, balance wow, around wow, here. Wow, I think wow. that's the hugest <laughs> theme for all of us. But for you specifically with apps, it's just a balance between what is serious and what is capturing your funny side. And I think if you full send on either spectrum, it's not going to work out. You just have to hmm. find that equilibrium that says, hey, like what Lindsay said, I have intention to get into a serious relationship, but then still give the balance of like, I don't have to be serious all the time. Hmm. And maybe you just don't refer to it as a serious relationship anymore. If that's the, the <laughs> title, yeah. call it like, I want a committed relationship or I want a long-term relationship. Because that like already just takes away that like confusing attitude versus yeah you know whatever yeah happy fun time long time happy fun time long time <laughs> right whatever yeah. works that just bounced around my head all day <laughs> yeah wow all right anyway yeah. let's round it out so good discussions here about dating apps Lindsay, thank you for joining us yes, and providing your insight me. thank and you hosting us. yeah thanks for taking my relationship advice totally <laughs> gladly we need all the help that we can get yeah we do actually <laughs> but anyway <laughs> Well, I'll say Nux. Nux. One, two, three. Wow. That's pretty good. Not too bad. <laughs> I'm sure we got it. All right. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, women. <laughs> <laughs>